Welcome to the Coffee with Kathy podcast. Take a moment to subscribe and like us on Facebook if you haven't already. You can also check out all of our books, merch, and future podcasts at coffeewithkathy.com. Now grab yourself a cup of coffee and get ready to be encouraged. Here's your host, Pastor Kathy Heitschu. Somebody say life and death. Life and death. You know, that Suncor story is true. Every time people would say, oh, here comes Mr. Sunshine. <laughs> Hallelujah. Here comes Mr. Terrific. It's true. They say everything's always terrific. Here comes James. It's a true story. How many of you have ever been, how many of you in here have, or watching online, welcome all my peeps. How many of you have ever been blessed by the words of somebody's mouth? Amen. Amen. Every hand. All right. How many of you have ever been hurt by the words of some, oh, every hand, every hand, powerful, powerful. Even, you know, words are simple, but very powerful. Even the simplest words are very, very powerful. You know, words have the ability to help, to heal, to hurt, to hinder, to harm, to humiliate, to humble. And that's just a few H's. Anybody ever said anything to you that took you years to get over? Some of you aren't over them now. How about have you ever said words to somebody that has still taken them years to get over? We're talking about words this morning. When he said Proverbs 18, 21 tells us life and death are in the power of the? Very good. You're so good. Amen. Somebody say life and death. Our words are containers. They contain life and death. Containers hold things. You know, a box can be a container. A can can be a container. This bottle is a container. It contains water. It, this bottle transports water from wherever they pretend to have made it in Florida, somewhere in a spring, but I highly doubt they really did, you know, dip this in the Ozark um, and get it. But, but water is being transported in this container to me. And your words, can I tell you, are contained. They're con you're constantly putting life in your word container or death in your word container. We're constantly doing that. Our words are holding life or they're holding death and they're transporting them to our circumstances. Our words are transporting to our circumstances, to our situation. For example, has your mama ever looked at you? When you were little, speaking of being little, if your mom ever looked at you and said, before you even said anything, right? She looked at you and said, watch your mouth. Talking about wait, and you know life and death immediately split second decision came into your life. Like, okay, I'm, as, I'm at a life and death situation here. Whatever I say next, and she'd say, watch your mouth. Uh-uh-uh, watch your mouth. Anybody's mom ever do that or just mine? You know, even your doctor knows your physical condition is determined by your mouth. You ever been to the doctor, which I know all of you have, and they have these tongue depressors. Now, I can't figure it out for the life of me. But they all of a sudden, they want to put this tongue depressor in your mouth, and they want you to say, ah. You, you're like, I'm just here for my hemorrhoid check. You know, I, I, I'm just here for, I got a tick bite, and they pulling out the tongue depressor to look in the back of your mouth, right? You're like, I'm just here for a plantar ward. I'm just having a mole removed. But for some reason, they pull out that tongue depressor, and they got to check your mouth. Even your doctor knows your physical condition is determined by your mouth. Wow. <laughs> it's true. It's true. 
You're like, I'm just here for a checkup from the neck up, and they like, say ah. We have to think about what we've been saying lately. Have your words been producing positive or have your words been producing negative in your circumstances? I mean, we can't emphasize enough. I'm going to preach on it next Sunday night even. We can't emphasize enough. Free plug, there's church tonight, 630, just so everybody knows. Free advertising there, 630 tonight, powerful church service. But there are power in your words. That's why we're preaching so much about words. Because you will have the sum total of everything that comes out of your mouth. Write that down. That's important to remember. Now, I used to have a big mouth, okay? I used to run my mouth a lot. <laughs> I'll need all y'all to be on my side, Okay. Used to. I was very gifted. I could talk a lot. I don't do that anymore. But I would hear these messages. The preacher would be preaching about there's power in your tongue. There's power in your words. And I would say, that's it. I'm going home, and I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I'm not going to say a word ever again. Anybody else ever tried that? You hear these great words these last few weeks, and you're like, that's it. That's it. I'm going home. I'm going to shut my mouth. I ain't about to say never one thing. Nobody. And I tried real hard, y'all. I'm not kidding. I did. I do. I have. I walked by somebody who tried hard. I tried hard, y'all. But the Lord showed me that, you know, Kathy, you shut your mouth and not saying anything at all, but nothing's changed on the inside. You can shut your mouth all day long and not say any terrible words or bad words or negative words, but it ain't changing anything on the inside. That's why I got to renew my mind, amen. That's why I got to transform my mind, that's why the Word says I have to renew and transform what's on the inside. That's why he said what's in your heart comes out your mouth. Let's look at some words that do not have any life, okay? I numbered them for you so I could stay on track. Here's some words. None of you would ever say any of these. I haven't heard these this week or this, or this month at all. I gave a notice at the women's thing Friday night. Now, listen, I'm gonna, you're going to hear some things that sound familiar, but I wasn't in your kitchen. I, I didn't read your email, so you just don't make eye contact, okay? Number one, these are words that do not have any life in them whatsoever. Well, if it isn't one thing, it's another. Don't raise your hand if you've ever said that. It's just one bad thing after another. How come we never say anything about good things? How come we never say, well, if it's just one good thing after another? Amen. How come we never say that? Why is the, re the resistance is always against positive? Right? How about this one? I feel like I'm losing my mind. Up in here, up in here. I'm just kidding. Um, listen, just so you know, that's a pathway to Alzheimer's right there. Amen? If you are saying, I feel like I'm losing my mind, these kids are making me lose my mind, I'm going to lose my mind, that is a pathway. You can ask any deliverance minister sitting in here. It's a pathway to Alzheimer's. Don't say that. Nowhere in the Bible does it say you're losing your mind. You won't find it. The Bible says you have the mind of Christ. The Bible says you have a sound mind. Amen. You ought to just lay hands on your own self and say, sound mind, here you are. I have a sound mind. Okay, we're doing great. Y'all are doing good. Amen. We're getting through this list quick. How about this one? None of you married people for sure, but all the single women in the house tell me, there's just no good men left. There's just no good men out there anymore. They're all taken. 
There's just no good men, not a one. Can I get a witness from all the single ladies in the house? <laughs> no men, no good men. They all playing games. They all players. Watch it. You're going to be single the rest of your life, or you're going to end up with a bad one. you got to take that out your vocabulary. Amen? How about this one? Things are so bad now, you just can't even leave your house. You saying amen or oh me? How about you will never get me on an airplane? How about this is, nobody's ever said this, so I just, you know, Googled it. I can never lose weight. No matter how hard I try, I can't lose weight. I can never lose weight. How about I'm in the process of losing weight? Can you say that? How about I'm in the process of losing weight? Oh, this is a good one, number seven. Pastor, pray for me. I, I just can't control myself. <laughs> well, you got to start by controlling your tongue. I just can't control myself, Kathy. I bet you don't have any friends either, amen? You talk about, well, I, I, just, I just say what I think. I just say what comes to my mind. You probably ain't got much family like you either. Well, I just say whatever comes to my mind. Well, I got a real potty mouth. How about stop it? How about stop it? I mean, how many times has the Holy Spirit said, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it? To me, you know, Kathy, don't say it. And then he's like, never mind, you done said it. <laughs> he ever have that dialogue with you? To my, don't say it, don't you do it, don't you do it. Next thing you know, you just, you know, you said it. Speaking of just saying things, the last time I preached, we had a family meeting out in the parking lot. My children called a family meeting with me because I preached and I was talking about not being motivated. I was talking about like being lazy. I was talking about just wanting to relax and chill and watch TV. And I used this phrase, Netflix and chill. Oh, some of you know it. Okay. All right. See, I didn't know that, but I, I can tell by your laugh that some of you know it. Thanks for helping a girl out. I saw it on social media. I thought, you know, kids use it all the time. I think my kids have used it. As a matter of fact, I forgot to say that in the family meeting. I think I learned it from all y'all. I saw, I, I saw it on social media, and I didn't know it had a different meeting than watch TV and chill out. You know, you got your bonbons, you got your chips and dip, and we watching Netflix. We're going to watch a movie, right? Turns out, it, y'all, it doesn't mean what you think it means. It's not just, it is a popular phrase, and it, you use it when you're trying to be relevant. But how can I say this? It means like, you know how the Bible says a man, when a man knows a woman? Can, can we all disagree? Do y'all know what that means? Yeah, that's what it means. It means a hookup. And I'm up here, your pastor's wife, up here talking about some of y'all need to just Netflix and chill. <laughs> I mean, and I'm like have this meeting with these kids, you know, because they all like Urban Dictionary on me and everything. And I'm like, you know, a sermon is 5,000 words, and you're going to use Netflix and chill. Wait, is that four or just Netflix is one word? Three. If you're going to pick four words, and we're going to talk about them four words, an entire 5,000-word sermon? Somebody say life and death. So you got to be careful about them words, amen? You can't just be saying what you want to be saying because nowadays it don't even mean what it meant back then, right? 
moving right along. But anyway, I say all that and say, I apologize. You know, I use that, and it's out viral. It's on the Internet and everything. And everybody's like, I'm going to that church in Jesus' name. They got the best pastor's wife. I'm going there. Amen. Amen. Woo, yeah, we going. That's my kind of church. Who knew? Number eight. I just knew this was going to happen. You've talked on it. It happens every year. Every October, I get the flu. Every flu season, I get the flu. I'm under the weather. And you know what? Everybody in my house is going to catch it, too. We all going to get it. We've gotten it every year, and we're going to get it. It just, all, I, you know, as a matter of fact, I'm not even going to be able to come to church in about 14 days because I'm going to have it. Don't even give God a chance to work a miracle. Don't even give God a chance to heal you. Don't even give God like, nope, not, I ain't going to be able to do it. I'm, I'm sick. Come on. It's quiet. Oh, this is my favorite. Not my favorite, but my favorite I usually get from people. You know how you look outside and it's snowing? <laughs> and you're like, it's going to be a great day. Well, some people, I know y'all won't believe this, but some people look outside and say, oh, great. It's going to be a miserable day. It's raining, miserable, going to be a miserable day. I'm going to step in a mud puddle. I don't even know where my umbrella is. It's going to be a miserable day. You ain't even been outside yet. Talking about my bum knee, my arthritis, my hair. I just did my hair in the humidity. That's why you don't live in Florida, amen? Because if you live in Florida, it's just gross. It's just sticky and your hair is, ugh. We literally went to Florida the other day and, you know, you gain, you absorb about four pounds or five pounds of uh, humidity. So you weigh a lot more in Florida than you do here. I've proven it. I come back here and weigh about three or four days, and those uh, four pounds is gone. But, you know, it's going to be a miserable day. You ain't even been outside. You ain't even gotten dressed yet. Just looked out the window and decided it's going to be a miserable day and voiced it. Guess what? It's going to have a miserable day. Now, this one I will correct people on immediately. It don't matter if you're in the elevator and you're a stranger to me. I'm going to correct you. Some of these I'll correct you right away. I've got a long road ahead of me. She's got a long road ahead of her. He's got a long journey. It's going to take him a long time. Got a long journey. Got a long road ahead of me. We got, it's going to be a hard road to hoe. We say that in Alabama. I don't know if y'all, you know, well, yeah, you gardeners, y'all do that. But what if it's not? What if you get a miracle? What if you get a quick healing in Jesus' name? What if it's not a long journey? What if it's not a long road to be on? This one's good. She just never learned. She's just like her father. Sassy thing. She just never learned. Just like her dad. Mean as the dickens. Dumb as ever. Little smarty pants, smart aleck. Seriously, people say these things about their kids. I know you've never said this, the struggle is real. <laughs> the struggle is real. I struggle. I struggle with overeating, or I struggle with drinking, or I struggle with smoking, or I say the struggle is real. You just don't know. Nothing works for me. The struggle is real. Why don't you just say, I'll find something that works for me? Amen? You can say, I'll find something that works for me. How about, now I don't ever do this one, so my husband can attest. You always do that. You always do that. You always say that. You always act like that. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't always. You see how we just run off at the mouth about things, but you always bring that up. No, they don't. 
right? How about, he's a little troublemaker. This one happened in our family. He's just a little troublemaker. You know, he, we, I had this nephew. Of course, you all all know my nephew's in prison now. But here's, here's why. Here's exactly why he is in prison right now. Because when he was growing up, every cute little thing that he did was, well, everything he did, everybody thought was cute. So when he popped his mama in the face, everybody thought, oh, he's so cute. When he popped off at people and punched people and tripped people and, you know, little boy, oh, he's just a boy. He's just a boy doing boy things. When he would steal something from the grocery store, oh, he's just a boy and he's so cute. Take a picture, you know. Little criminal. He's just a little criminal. He's going to have trouble with the law when he grows up. You watch. Sure did. Vehicular manslaughter. Sure did. And, they, and the whole family at the family meeting agrees. This was brought on him by the words of all of our mouths. For this kid. That's, those things are not cute and they're not okay. Amen? Do not spare the rod. That's all I'll say and not get kicked off Facebook like just. Do not spare the rod. But, and this, uh, I'm almost done. I'll never have breakthrough. I'll never get well. I'll never meet the right person. I'll never, I'll never, I'll never. Stop saying I'll never. Amen. Can we all just agree we're going to stop doing that? And I know that thoughts come to us. Listen, you can't stop thoughts that come to you. I get it. Thoughts come to you. But what you can do is take that thought captive. That's what the Bible says. I can take every thought captive. He said, I don't deny the problem exists. I just deny it a place of influence in my life. And I might have to do that by keeping my mouth shut. You might ask me how I am, and if I don't have anything to say, I might have to just keep my mouth shut. But start somewhere, right? The challenge is don't give life to it by speaking out the words. I don't deny the problem. I'm just not going to give life to the problem. I'm not going to speak about the problem. I don't go and call my friends and tell them how it's not going to happen. Instead, I say, I know God has a way. He didn't bring me this far to leave me. God is supplying all of my needs. It might look impossible on paper, but all things are possible to God. It might look impossible to the doctor, but all things are possible to God. What if we just started saying those kind of things? Amen. And I get it. It's, it's tempting to voice your frustration. You know, tell people that the loan didn't go through and the medical report was bad and, you know, so-and-so treated me wrong song. And, and, and I get the wine and cheese party is so fun to have. You just wine and wine and wine and eat cheese. You never been invited to a pity party? I get it. It's tempting. But continually talking about the problem brings the problem to life. Right? Don't talk about the problem. Talk about the promise. That's what he's been saying. We talk about the problem. We turn it around on the devil. Amen. Instead of, oh, man, this is difficult. No, I serve a big God. He spoke the worlds into existence. Nothing is too difficult for my God. See yourself saying that? Instead of, well, I didn't get that promotion. I got passed over again. No, God has something better for me. He directs my steps. Everywhere I put my foot, I succeed. He's presenting divine connections my way. 
Instead of I heard you got a, a, I heard you got a bad medical report. Yes, that's true, but I got another report too. The report of the Lord that says healing is mine in Jesus' name. God's restoring health back to me. You can be snotty nose, green snot everywhere. And somebody say, what in the world is wrong with you? And you can actually say, oh, God is restoring health back to me. You still got green snot. I got it. You still carrying all your tissue with you. I got it. Right? Well, I heard these people did you wrong, girl. Yes, that's true. But I'm not worried. God is my vindicator. He's fighting my battles. He promised to give me beauty for ashes. And just as a bonus, if somebody asks you, does this make me look fat? <laughs> Try this. Try this instead. How about that? You, it works. It works. It's called think before you speak. Amen? If you, can't th if you can't remember to think before you speak, remember the word wait. W-A-I-T. Why am I talking? Wait. Amen? Wait. Because he's right, there are two voices fighting for your attention. The voice of faith and the voice of fear. And fear statements curse your life. We being honest up in here, right? You have to ask yourself, do I really want what I just said to actually happen? If the Bible says, I have what I say, do I really want that to happen, what I just said out of my mouth? Amen? Amen? What we're saying every single day makes it positive or a negative difference in our circumstances. Like he said, your words reveal your true spiritual condition. And, then, and that's a trigger for you to say, i got to work on this. I can fix this. I can fix this. Right? Every single time you open your mouth, you're either advancing the kingdom of God, the kingdom of light, or you are advancing the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of death. Every time we open our mouth, and I'm going to tell you, the majority of the counseling that I do and have done in my life, the majority of the deliverance sessions that Carly and Connie do is not over things people did. It's not over things that were people were done to them. The majority are over words, words that people have said to them or words that they have said that they need deliverance because of words that were spoken over their life. The majority of the time, it's something you're holding on to that somebody has said to you, spoke over you, your whole life. So much damage. And I'll even say this, whether on purpose or accident, words still hurt. Amen? Sticks and stones might break my bones. Words always hurt. There's no such thing as words will never hurt me. Words hurt. That's why we got to be so careful what we say out of our mouth, and especially who we're saying it to, which happens to be a child of God. He loves your spouse just as much and more than you do. Actually, he loves your spouse more than you do. Your spouse is his kid. You can't talk to your spouse just anyway. Amen? 
and your kids. Change the way you speak and you'll change the direction of your life. It's what the whole thing comes down to. We've been teaching you for all these weeks. Change the way you speak and you'll change the direction of your life. And as we stand all over the place tonight, today, this morning, whatever time it is of the day, Father, we say we choose life. Why don't you just stand and say, I choose life. I choose life, Father. Show us how to put life into our mouth containers. Show us, Father, how to choose life and speak life. Teach us. We want to learn. I want to learn. Thank you for teaching us today. Help us to wait before we speak. Help us to think before we speak. Help us to shut it if it ain't life. And we repent. Father, we just repent right now. Just put your hand over your heart and just say, I repent. I repent for ugly words. I, I repent for angry words. I repent for frustrated words. All those things I said when I was mad and frustrated and angry. Father, I repent hateful words. Father, we repent right now. We confess that we have not been good speaking life words, and we're going to be better from this day forward. That life and death is going to be in the power of our tongue. And the Bible says those who love to talk will reap the consequences. We will reap the consequences of every word out of our mouth. Father, let us use words to bless. Let us use words to advance the kingdom of God. And Father, if we don't have the words, may we just be quiet. May we just be quiet. Because I would rather not say anything at all than to speak death, especially over my own life. Help me be careful what I say over my own life. Let my confessions be yes and amen. Let my confessions be life. Let my confessions be the word, Father, your word. Your word, the word of God is my only confession. And if I can't find it in the scripture, I won't talk about it. I won't say it. I won't speak death. I will not speak death in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Just take a few minutes to just make that your prayer real with him. Maybe you want to just tell him in private uh, the things that you've been uh, saying that you're not going to say anymore. Maybe you just need to repent. Or just take a few minutes to just do that. Father, we repent. We repent of things we've said. And things that have been said over our life, Father, we cut them right now. We cut that cord, that tie right now in Jesus' name. We deliver, we lay hands on ourselves for deliverance, Father. Nothing that's been spoken against any of us can prosper in Jesus' name. No word spoken by our parents, our grandparents, somebody from our school, our college, our boyfriend, a girlfriend, all of that is cut in Jesus' name. It's, it's bound in heaven in Jesus' name. Bound, it is bound. And we loose a spirit of life right now over our life. We loose a spirit of life, words of life. We'll transform our heart, transform our mind so the words come out of our mouth are of the abundance of our heart. Father, we'll get better at getting in your word and memorizing your word so we know what to say and when to say it. We'll get better at finding out what you have to say about a problem, what you have to say, what your word has to say. We don't deny the problem exists. We deny it any kind of influence in our life. In Jesus' name, it doesn't. Problems have no more influence in our life. No more influence in our life. In Jesus' name. And everybody said?
Amen. So as you go today, speak life. Find somebody that needs some life spoke to them and speak life. Call somebody on the phone. Send a text message to somebody and speak life over them. Hallelujah. Well, be blessed as you go. Um, and for everybody that's staying for the meeting, you can take a break. Uh, go grab a snack or a drink or use the bathroom.